tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. In the next 60 minutes here on Newsnight, minority MPs to be marked absent whenever they decide to boycott sittings to solidarize with their colleagues in court with the real risk of your seat now being up to be declared vacant. And so the burden will now shift onto you as a group to show evidence that my good self has granted you permission to absent yourselves in writing. And so I think the table office is right in saying that you've been absent. We have details of the minority MPs demand to be captured as absent with permission. That way, in fact, will mean the escape that constitutional clause that, that may declare the seat vacant. And yesterday's absence was a boycott. So I thought that that will be captured for the record. My brother from Northton asking for you to create a line stating that you were absent to accompany our colleague in court. I don't think has any place in our votes and proceedings. Also tonight, Defence Ministry vows to make Ghana unattractive for terrorism as the armed forces begin flashing out suspected terrorists from border communities. We as a country have a duty to make sure that we provide security for our people. And so as long as they continue to be here, we will do our part not to allow them to have free movement. Details, as the ministry says, so far 20,000 persons have been repatriated with more suspected in the coming days in business. Media budget review presentation moved forward to Tuesday, July 25, after Speaker of Parliament directed that the July 27th date should be changed because the House will go on recess 
on August 3. And in sports, the Ghana Football Association launches the national football philosophy that Ghana's football DNA in Accra. Also tonight on Newsnight, MPP's second highest decision-making body to determine fate of 10 presidential hopefuls. We'll hear from the General Secretary of the party who is promising the National Council will be fair in its decision. Our duty as referees is to make sure that the processes leading to the election are also free, fair, transparent and also peaceful so that even those who lose will understand that they went into a fair contest. Meanwhile, one of the presidential aspirants and former trade minister, Dr. Kofi Kunedo-Apreku, has been speaking up about how he was sidelined by the Kufuado uh, government after promising him ministerial appointments. I worked very hard with him. I went to everywhere that I could go. But I was not offered any position. Would you have wanted one? Uh, if obviously, if it was offered to me, yes, I would have accepted it. Stay with us for the details here on Newsnight. We have all of that for you and more after this. Credit where you get up to 20% of your money back before. Make I tell you about Vodafone's a double promo. See, anytime you recharge, but a double, you get up to 20%, whether it be short code or your Vodafone cash wallet, or you don't use credit transfer to your number or someone else. And now you be high tech, so you don't use my Vodafone app or any payment app. Double, however, you do it. Vodafone will send you up to 20% cash back. Cut a double into your Vodafone cash account. We'll reload it here. But then you enter. Top up your airtime with five Ghana CD or more in Vodafone's a double promo. And receive 20% of your money back straight into your Vodafone cash wallet. Recharge and cash out in the Vodafone Air Demo promotion. Vodafone, further together. My name is Nanama McBrown. Many people think I get what I want anytime because I am popular. <laughs> no, that is not true. It is because me and Kasano, I like the best. And when I find it, I stick to it. I have found Bell Pack Tea Roll and I'm stuck with it. It is soft but not weak, strong but not hard. It is just perfect. Bell Pack Tea Roll is smooth and gentle on the skin. Same as Bell Pack Kitchen Towel. It cleans in one wipe. You can soak, squeeze, and clean again. One Bell Pack Kitchen Towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Pack today and experience the perfect paper tissue. Sayer pocket tissue, table napkins, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Pack is simply the best. Bell Pack just perfect. To be a Bell Pack distributor, call 055 Another quality product from Bell Aqua. You're live here on News Night. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. The minorities quest to have their names captured as absent with permission for their boycotts has been shot down by the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Babbing. The minority had in a fierce argument on the floor demanded that they be captured as absent with permission whenever they boycott sittings to go to court to support their colleagues facing prosecution. But the Speaker of Parliament denied the request 
describing it as ill-conceived. We'll hear from him shortly, but first listen to North Tong MP Samuel Okujeto Ablakwa raising the issue on the floor. Following honorable members were absent, and then he proceeds to list the names of all of us on this side of the aisle. Mr. Speaker, we have indicated that anytime our colleagues appear before the courts, we will boycott proceedings. And yesterday's absence was a boycott. So I thought that that will be captured for the record. So it's not as though we just absented ourselves. Because I recall that the votes and proceedings has captured previously walkout and boycotts. So I rise to seek your guidance on this matter so that just for accuracy's sake, so the impression is not created that uh, we just uh, are absenting ourselves and are not working. At least there should be a line that the uh, minority caucus boycotted proceedings just for the accuracy of our records. Because in time past, that has been uh, the, the case and the table office has captured that accurately. So I'm wondering why that is not happening uh, this time. So, Mr. Speaker, I, I rise to seek your guidance in that direction. Um, Kriku Asante is a parliamentary correspondent, joins us uh, live right now. Kriku, I'm curious what the majority members, what their position was on this. So, Evans, available leader on the side of the majority, Patrick Boma, first spoke and said that Kunita Black One is my minority colleagues were clearly out of line and that if they wanted to be captured as absent without permission, they knew what to do. And that if they boycotted without coming to the floor at all, then the table of his was right in capturing them in that sense. We also heard from the Ambochi local government minister who agreed with Patrick Bonga and said that the minority states were simply unfounded. Right from page one, those members who were present in the house were marked present. Those who were absent were recorded as having been absent. And those who were absent with permission were recorded as members who were absent with permission, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, boycotts happen when members enter the chamber and sign as having attended upon the House. Sometimes members will come, sign in, and walk out. When the caucus is boycotted, they notify the Speaker. In this instance, members in their right were absented themselves to solidarize with our colleague which is within the right right of the minority caucus. So, the, my brother from North Tongue asking for you to create a line stating that you were absent to accompany our colleague in court, I don't think has any place in our votes and proceedings. Once you are absent, you are absent. When it comes to voting in the House, I'm not aware that right or you accept when a leader of each side, uh, me as a leader of the minority and my people, we are voting no. And then when he says that, you record 187, no. Do we do that in this house? Many doctors to force it. Me as a minority leader, me and my people, we are voting no. Then you record 187 because he's the leader. Then that's it, then we take it. Do we do that in this house? So we don't, we don't vote individually. Mr. President, Mr. Right of speaker, we will represent constituencies. This morning, I have signed in front of my the name of my constituency that I have attended parliament. I'm here. And that's what we all do. 
So when people attend parliament, they sign, it is recorded that they have attended <coughs> parliament. If they don't do it, they have absented themselves. How did the minority side, and understand that the leadership on the minority side vehemently oppose some of the arguments you've just had there, Kweku? Yes, on their behalf, Ahmed Ibrahim, the deputy minority who have spoken and said that they actually, there's actually precedent that in the past, when there has been such boycotts, the votes and proceedings have captured the record in those manner and not simply to mark them as absent. When the minority leader, Honorable Oseite Mesa Bunsu, said the entire minority were not going to be part of the business, he did not say anything. And therefore, that decision from the minority leader was binding on all of them. And he had no voice on the floor on that day. So if the Honorable Atufosin said it here that the entire minority were boycotting parliament, Mr. Speaker, all of us are bounded by his word. And therefore, Mr. Speaker, if you go to our standing orders, clearly that position by him must be registered on the votes and proceedings. That yesterday, the minority caucus boycotted proceedings on this floor. And Mr. Speaker, with permission, I refer you to Order 34. Order 34.1, the minutes of proceedings of parliament, votes and proceedings, shall be a record of the attendance of members at each sitting. The speaker, the record of attendance of yesterday's sitting was that the minority boycotted and we were not here. And it must be reflected on the votes and proceedings. That is what Honorable Okijato is saying. The speaker, why should we belabor this? And the speaker, to proceed. The Honorable Kennedy Ohina Japan yesterday was in German law. He has been registered at present. Honorable Minister for Gender, when he was being looked for to lay a paper, he was nowhere to be found. Ministers who were absent and they could not lay their paper, and the majority leader laid their paper on their behalf, are registered as present. We who boycotted are registered as absent without permission. We did not only boycott, we sought your leave and your permission to boycott. And therefore, we must be registered as absent with permission. And the permission was that we boycotted. That was our reason for not being present. But if you say, yes, absent, somebody take it and he said that we were not here. The speaker, I think you should rule in us out of order. Well, quickly, still with me, quickly, this debate is important because it really borders on whether or not the uh, minority MPs can continue to hold on to their seats in Parliament, if indeed they breach the constitutional threshold. And Article 97, 1C makes the point that a member of Parliament shall vacate his seat in Parliament, see if he is absent without the permission in writing of the Speaker and he is unable to offer a reasonable explanation to the Parliamentary Committee on Privileges from 15 sittings of a meeting of Parliament during any period the parliament has been summoned to meet and continues to meet. And you see in there why the minority MPs are, are asking the speaker today to note down their names as absent with permission. Because if you have the permission of the speaker, then you escape the penalty as imposed by this constitutional clause. And it begs the question what the speaker's ruling has been on this today. Exactly, Evans. And the context is also that the trial is expected to be day-to-day. 
just this week, the High Court has refused that state of execution application. So if it's going to be day-to-day, and let's say they have 15, 15 days consecutively, and the minority boycotts all these proceedings, then they would have fallen foul of 97-1C that you've just read. And that is why it is so important for them that the speaker reads this and construes their boycotting as absent to that permission. But the speaker of parliament flatly refused the invitation. He rejected the contention of the minority that they were being absent with permission. He gave them guidance and said that from now on, if they wanted to be absent, they should write, in, they should write to the speaker for permission. But that these two days of boycott that has happened in the past will simply not be captured as absent without permission. A member, if he wants not to attend, but wants to be recorded as being absent because a permission has been granted, that permission has to be granted by the speaker in writing. That is what guides attendance to the house. So you can choose to attend and you can choose not to attend. Now, when you choose not to attend, depending on your own action, you could be marked as absent, and that means without permission, or absent with permission. Now, the with permission means there's evidence, not oral, but in writing, that the speaker has granted you that permission to be absent. And so the burden will now shift onto you as a group to show evidence that my good self has granted you permission to absent yourselves in writing. We have two documents. One is the official report. The official report will definitely capture what the minority leader stated that day, that any time a colleague of yours is to attend court proceedings, you will solidarize with that colleague and you will be absent to participate with that colleague in the court proceedings. And so I think the table office is right in saying that you've been absent without permission. That is what our rules say. Well, as it stands now, we currently don't know what the decision of the minority will be. Uh, Do we have that clarity at all as far as uh, this ruling on the back of this, whether or not they are still going to go to court, all of them, when the cases are called? Yes, Evans. They say they are going to keep solidarizing with their colleagues, but that the speaker has clearly now given them guidance and said they can put in a permission, and if he is so minded to accept the permission, he can grant them permission to be absent. But that is completely in the bosom of the speaker. The speaker can reject that leave of absent request that they can put in. But they say that they are not going to back down on this demand of theirs, that the prosecution of their colleagues are dropped or they will continue boycotting whenever they are caught cases. Kuku, uh, thank you very much. And later tonight on PM Express at 9 p.m., we'll be speaking to the uh, minority leader, uh, Dr. Kesela Tofosing. You want to join us live, exclusive conversation with him. Uh, you don't want to miss that a lot to go through once he joins us. It's going to be live also on our Facebook page, also on uh, YouTube, our YouTube channel, and across our many social media platforms as well. On this subject, though, I want to bring in Dr. Rashid Dramani, who is Executive Director of the Africa Centre for Parliamentary Affairs. Thank you, sir, for your time here on Newsnight. So you raise the issues when the minority first announced that they will be embarking on this line of action, including... Uh, leaving Parliament altogether to go and solidarise. What do you make of the Speaker's ruling? That uh, they would have to now, if they choose to leave, they would then be marked as absent without permission. 
Well, it was, uh, you know, I saw this coming because uh, if you remember, I was saying that if they are not careful, they will be in breach of their own standing orders. You quoted the Constitution. I mean, their orders, uh, Order 16.1, is also very clear about this. You know, um, what I have been saying is that I think they don't have to mix the personal legal battles of, I mean, uh, some individual members with their representational role. It is clear that this is not a popular kind of uh, strategy that the minority has adopted. So I wasn't surprised. Uh, and I don't think that the right honorable speaker can continue to grant them, even if he would, permission every day for them to leave the business of the house and, and go and attend uh, to any court proceedings. And Evans, you know, we've also been saying that, you know, their presence in the House is very critical for the oversight role that we expect of a responsible opposition. You know, at least taking a cue from what we saw during the E-Levy, as well as some other kind of uh, bills that, that went before the House. Now, the majority leader has sent a signal that if they continue to be absent, key decisions will be taken without them. And these decisions will be binding on you know, on our republic, I mean, with any consequences, if negative, on Ghanaians. So really, I think uh, the minority would have to revisit this strategy. And I think also, like I've been saying, Evans, I think there's the need for some conversation uh, within the leadership so that, you know, some cool heads will prevail and some kind of solution is found to this because clearly this is unsustainable. Doc, thank you very much. And where do you stand on this yourselves? Send me a WhatsApp, 055 I'll share your views with the rest of the world pretty shortly. Now, the Defence Ministry has vowed to make Ghana an unattractive location for suspected terrorists trooping in from... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. 
ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Neighboring Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire and Togo. The Ghana Armed Forces is leading the operation to send illegal immigrants and others living unlawfully in the country's border communities back to where they came from. In an interview with Joy News, Deputy Defense Minister Ken Amankwa Menu says some of the suspected terrorists disguised themselves as nomadic headsmen. He says so far over 2,000 persons have been repatriated with more expected in the coming days. Most of them are seeking refuge in, in, in Ghana. And so we have groups of hatemen, terrorists, some members of these terrorism groups, you know, illegal immigrants, have finding their way to Ghana. Certain is that we have some of these people already within the country living in makeshift structures. And then some of them are also putting up with some families. The, the, the saddest of them is that we have families in Ghana who are taking money from these people and giving them, you know, places as farmland and all that. Some communities in uh, Upper West, Upper East, North East, and then the Northern uh, and Savannah regions, this problem is, is getting really bad. And so the, the armed forces is helping RESEC to really deal with this issue of not allowing, you know, these uh, illegal immigrants and, and the headsmen and these terrorism groupings free movement. We as a country have a duty to make sure that we provide security for our people. And so as long as they continue to be here, we will do our part not to allow them to have free movement so that they can do whatever they want to do. Just about yesterday, we have almost 20,000 illegal immigrants and Fulani uh, headsmen and all that. Then you'd be surprised. One person actually brought in about 15,000 cattle. Yes. You know what that means. They will have to find uh, a place for them to graze. And so farmers are also going to suffer and all that. It is the duty of the Ghana Arms Forces and RECSEC to provide security for our Ghanaians. And that we will do, as no matter what it takes, we will do to, pro, to, to really protect our citizenry. I must also plead with our people living in these communities, to as it were in Ghana, they say, shine your eye. And so the call to really report everything you see and everything you hear is more important now than ever. Uh, joining me right now is the National uh, Coordinator of the West African Network for Peacebuilding, uh, Ghana Office, uh, Abel Yaoyang. We'll also be speaking pretty shortly to the Deputy Defence Minister, uh, Kofi Amankwa Amenu, who will join us. But we've been hearing from uh, some members on the uh, Parliament's Defence and Interior Committee uh, who are also concerned about the, the situation with the uh, suspected terrorists in the country, but also uh, worried that... Uh, uh, innocent uh, individuals who may have come into this country genuinely uh, because they may have been displaced in their countries of origin uh, may become victims. Peter Lanchino Tobu is a member of the Defense and Interior Committee. He wants such individuals protected. People who have come here genuinely displaced from countries as a result of conflicts there. IDP, IDP, internal displacement. When you cross an international border, you become a refugee and you are so vulnerable. And in that vulnerable state, because we are signatory to all these international conventions, we have the responsibility to provide them the desired security. We have the responsibility to provide them support. We have responsibility to ensure that they have livelihood. If we don't do that, we have a bunch of people in the 60,000. We have a bunch of 60,000 people who can actually become a national security threat because. 
They can be accessible to terrorist, for terrorist recruitment. And they live within your territory. So let's, as human as we are, be humane in dealing with refugees. It is today that they are called refugees, and you are living in your country. Tomorrow, when you are also out of your country, you can also be called a refugee. Give to them. Let's get a quick update on the repatriation efforts uh, currently happening. And, and thankfully, the Deputy Defence Minister, Kofi Amankwamenu, rejoins us uh, for a conversation on this. Uh, thank you very much, Ms. Amankwamenu. We also have, as I said earlier, the uh, uh, OneEBS, West African Network for Peace Building's National Coordinator, also with us. Ms. Amankwamenu, what's the update tonight? Uh, more of these uh, illegal uh, immigrants in this country sent out today? I can barely hear you. Any better? Can you hear me? Yes, it's better now. Okay. I wanted to get an update on the repatriation efforts uh, tonight. Have we seen more individuals repatriated uh, today? Well, if I'm obviously looking at the situation, we are going to have a lot of people coming in. I mean, because, uh, because of the intensity of the uh, armed operations in, 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 uh, in the surrounding countries, and so once we have um, some stability and peace here, obviously this will be the destination for people who are seeking refuge. And so, yes, a lot more will continue to come. I think that we are yet to be updated uh, with uh, how many people have come in so far. Uh, to now or today, we haven't gotten the numbers yet, but I, I am sure to get the number before, before I go to bed. In terms of the repatriation, though, how are we sifting those who are possibly here genuinely because they've been displaced, and that's a concern that has been raised, and those who are yes, here so for ulterior motive? Yes. We, we have immigration there. We have, we have uh, these are refugee people from the UN refugee, something, something. They are all there. So it is not just, you know, a few people or uh, the military who are there. We have all these people there. And they are taking time to also go through and then speak through and really ask questions and then see who and who are genuine and who are not. Our fear, our fear really is that, you know, those who are not genuine will always use unapproved route. They will not go through the defined or the proper route to getting. They will use the unapproved route to, to try to get it. And, 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 and we are looking at all such places to try to nip any incident in the bath before it raises its ugly head. In the interim, where are these people being kept, those who you are looking to repatriate? Well, uh, I don't have that before me, but obviously we will do the right thing to make sure that we provide them with all that we need to provide them. Because remember, whatever we do, we first of all will try to protect our citizenry, protect the Ghanaian people. But we will do this having, it, having at the back of our mind that we live in a global village and uh, we also have to adhere to all the international conventions and all that. So we will do whatever we do. We will situate it in, in this context. And so we will not do anything on toward, you know, anything inhumane. We will do that which is right for the, those who are coming in. But trust me, if somebody is, 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 is disguises himself or herself, I mean, uh, a terrorist disguises himself or herself and then come into the country, we have every right to protect our citizens and we have every right to deal with such people and that we will deal with them.
And that begs the question, what assessment have we done in terms of the, the risks, the real the risk levels we're possibly dealing with, with the potential that a number of these individuals may actually be terrorists uh, coming in under the guise of either Fulani headsmen or people seeking refuge in Ghana? What's, what's the risk level here? How, how credible is the threat? Well, uh, Evans, we, we, we do a lot of things and we act on intelligence. And so it is where the intelligence director, that is where we go. And, uh, you know, intelligence is telling us communities in which these people uh, are being harbored or communities where they, they are. And so obviously we know what it means to have terrorists in your environment. It is obviously a worrying thing. And so... I, I cannot say that on a scale of 10, I will put the risk level at, say, 6 or 7, because the, the, the situation is still being analyzed, and we are doing that minute by minute, day by day. And so we, we are monitoring the situation. But please, as it may, if, even it is, it is say on a scale of 10, it is 1. It is not what we want. It is not something that we will sit and, 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 and look on. It is something we will have to act. And so the call on Ghanaians to report whatever they see, you know, whatever they hear in the security services, Evans, if it was important yesterday, it is more important today. Thank you very much. That is the Deputy Defence Minister there. Uh, Albert Yo-Yang with Wanab is with me. Albert, you've heard the, the Deputy Interior Minister. What do you make of the approach? Uh, let me say that... Um, the some of the uh, concerns or security happenings that an earlier speaker talked about, I guess probably from the Upper East Regional Security Council or police, um, uh, some of the data that we also gathering in terms of the challenges that uh, communities are confronted with in, in, in those enclaves uh, or address border communities. I, I would say that um, I assume the security apparatuses um, have done their analysis, intelligence, and then probably are deploying the strategies that they are deploying. Um, and indeed, I think about a week or so, there was another interview that um, <clears throat> Joy, uh, you engage us. And uh, I did indicate that to what extent, I asked the question, to what extent, you know, are the security agencies profiling those who are coming in and especially those that are coming and living with families that those family members may not have the capacity to identify certain tendencies that are synonymous of terrorist activities you know and some of them are coming in through unapproved routes on a daily basis we cannot track that you know now i would say that if we are having some uncertainty about elements within the communities, and some are living in hinterlands that even community members do not have associations with them. Now, it might be prudent to help or assist them to go back, and then we have a proper way of getting those who are genuinely seeking a, a kind of assistance because of the push from their own countries to come into the country, to into Ghana. Let's not forget, as we say, we probably are not facing a situation today 
So we should be mindful that, uh, God forbid, that it happens, that other people are facing a, a situation that they are seeking support. And so it might not be their fault, you know, those who are genuinely seeking uh, that kind of support that we may provide at the moment. But I think that in that kind of repatriation or profile, they need to be able to identify any linkages that those that they suspect are terrorist elements, you know, or that have tendencies or they are uncertain about how they have come in, you know, whether there are linkages with people outside, you know, the country. Mm. Because if, if care is not taken, we may as well repatriate people who really have such tendencies or linkages. And yeah, that and, may and, even and, be more about, detrimental to us. And talking about assistance, I've just been joined by the Executive Secretary of the Ghana Refugee Board, uh, Mr. Tutepadi, and, and they have actually been documenting those here uh, seeking refuge and uh, legally uh, tagged as genuine refugees. It joins us with an update on that as well. Uh, Mr. Paddy, uh, this is something that you've been doing and the last time you shared with us the numbers. Uh, whilst the Defence Ministry is looking to repatriate those who may have infiltrated the ranks uh, and may have, you know, uh, you know, wrong motives, tell us about the refugee, uh, you know, situation and, and, and those you've managed to screen yourself and clear that indeed they, are, they have the right to stay on the refugee status. Right. Um, thanks, Evans. Um, so, um, just as I've been saying, we have been working uh, with the UNHCR to locate the refugees uh, or the asylum seekers, because that is what they are for the moment, um, away from border areas as advised by security. Uh, unfortunately, I have been quoted on uh, my journal line as a warning of a security threat. And I think that's inappropriate and unfair because uh, I'm not a security person. So I think that that should be corrected. But having said that, we have set up a transit center and uh, the policy is to move refugees away from the border areas, very close to the border. And that is what we are doing. Uh, working with UNHCR, we've, uh, we've also have, we also have plans of setting up a uh, semi-permanent uh, settlement for the asylum seekers from Burkina Faso um, until such a time that peace returns their home country and they can return. Uh, but we are in the process of moving these individuals away from the border areas, mainly because, number one, the absorption capacity of the host communities are, are, are not uh, uh, enough to take... There's not, there's not enough for them to uh, absorb absorb um, large numbers of people. Uh, they simply will not be able to cope if there's a huge influx. Uh, and then secondly, um, their presence along the border areas. It's, it's a principle in refugee management not to keep uh, asylum seekers and refugees close to borders, um, border, I mean, areas bordering countries that they have fled from. Uh, so, so it's not new. Uh, and that is what we seek to do. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, Tete Padi there with the Ghana Refugee Board. LA head Abba Yel Yang, he is with the West African Network for Peace uh, Building. So, live your news tonight is Enjoy 99.7 FM. A few of your views on the story, particularly with the minorities' predicament in parliament when it comes to solidarizing with their members who are on trial. Uh, Musa, 
Abatwa uh, in Sawasa says, uh, I do not think uh, this issue demands too much controversy. If boycotting parliament means MPs should attend and get out of the house, then what they should do is come into parliament in the morning, sign the attendance book and go back to court and support their colleagues. Uh, this one from Promise in Keta says, still the people of uh, Lulubia, Kwafu and Santu Kufi and Likwe in the Volta region uh, are denied an MP and they want the MPs to also fight uh, for them. And a final one from uh, Prince in Kofuria says the Speaker must grant the minority MPs in Parliament the permission to support the sin of MP anytime he goes to court. George, we are faced here with the very latest from the world of business. Hello, George. Hi, Evans. And there's a new date that the Finance Minister will be presenting the media review of budget estimate. That is July 25. After the Speaker of Parliament directed that the July 27 date should be changed because the House go on recess on August 3. And rising food prices again pushes inflation rate to just under uh, percent for the month of June to 42.5 percent. Also here, what is accounting for this increment as Evans, tea and related items as well as granites witnessed over a 100 percent jump compared to that of last year. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Alliance Life and Ghana Pay. If home is where the heart is, then let's go home, shall we? Let's go where the entertainment is, where the passion is, where the love ties. <laughs> And sometimes, even the tears too. <laughs> Let's go where we feel safe enough to share our opinions. And send sweets. Where we do that embarrassing little dance to our favorite song. Let's go home where the love, the care, and the joy live. <laughs> There's no place like home. Connect your home to super fast internet with affordable data bundles from MTN Home. Visit broadband.mtn.com.gh or your My MTN app to sign up today. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase K and USD campus, UC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 7642097642209 or 7627792. Visit our website www.kingdomgh.com. No matter your water needs, 
Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tank gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi, 0505. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. 555-666 or visit SyntexDH.com. Syntex Tank. Ella es strong. Ella es tough. Flamingo Paint has superior properties than any other paint brand on the market? Listen, when you take one bucket of Flamingo Paint, it's equal to several buckets of any paint brand on the market. So, Flamingo has superior hiding properties, superior coverage, it means it covers, and superior durability. Flamingo Paint, superior hiding. Flamingo Paint, superior coverage. Flamingo Paint, superior durability. Flamingo Paint, simply superior. I'm off way! You welcome back to business on Newsnight. The mid-year budget review will now be presented on Tuesday, July 25, 2023. This was after the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Barban, directed the executive to review the date because Parliament will be going on recess on August 3, 2023. Let's hear from the Speaker of Parliament. I'm aware the wrong information from this house got to the executive and they had agreed to fix the submission of the mid-year budget review and supplementary budget on the 27th of this month. I drew the attention of the executive to the fact that parliament is rising on the 10th and so if you submit such a, a budget on the 27th, that will be too late. It will be too late for the consideration of the house. So they had to revise 
the timetable, and I said the latest that the budget could be submitted is the 25th of this month, 25th. So they were compelled to call a cabinet meeting for today instead of tomorrow, even though there are other reasons. But this is one of the reasons, and the ministers are to be present for some of the discussions. And that is the Speaker of Parliament, uh, Alban Babi. Meanwhile, finance lecturer, that is Professor Lord Mensah, says we should expect a major review when the finance minister appears before Parliament for the media review of estimates. Now we're looking at taxes and then possibly short-term financing. The long-term financing is no more. And then also being, you know, hold up at the Eurobond market. Um, I'm expecting that, I mean, at least will limit our you know expenditure on the capital you know um, investment because um, as we speak now government can only raise money on short-term basis and you can use short-term you know funds for long-term investment so i'm expecting major review and a review that will reflect you know the imf i mean deal Professor Lord Mensah is an economist and rising food prices again push inflation rate for the month of June up, though marginally. Now figures released by the Ghana Statistical Service show that it went up by just under a percent to hit 42.5%. Details in this report. The Ghana Statistical Service data showed that food inflation for the month of June went up by more than 3% to hit 54.2%. This was influenced by significant increases in items like smoked fish and fresh tomatoes. Food and non-alcoholic beverages, housing and transport were also major factors in terms of the overall increase in the inflation rate for the month of June. The data again revealed that if you compare the rates of increase from April to May and May to June 2023, there has been a marginal drop in the month-on-month inflation. Once again, the general price levels for imported items was the highest as it stood at 44.7%. Personal care and social protection were also some of the items that pushed up inflation marginally for the month of June. However, since the general price level has declined at the month-on-month level, one can say that the outlook for inflation might not be that bad. It is also interesting to note that recent hikes in transport fares and utility tariffs have not impacted on inflation levels. And that is the business text. Let's get to another developing story where the deputy ranking member of the Finance Committee of Parliament, Azika Dongo, has criticized the governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison, for failing to file the financial statements of the central bank for almost six months now. The MP said the law mandates the Bank of Ghana to gazette its assets and liabilities every 15 days and file this financial statement by the end of the month. But the Bank of Ghana has failed in in complying with this directive. Let's get onto the line and get the thoughts of the Director of Research at the Bank of Ghana, Philip Abrodotu. Uh, sir, thank you so much for your time. Let me find out from you, why has the Bank of Ghana failed to comply with the law as been pushed by the Deputy a Ranking Member of the Finance Committee? Well, George, um, thank you very much. I, I think our attention has also been drawn to this press engagement uh, by a member of parliament that the bank has failed 
to file its financial statement for 2022 beyond the stipulated time required by the law. And I think the bank wishes to inform the general public that uh, if you look carefully at Section 58.1b of the Bank of Ghana Act, it requires us to submit to the Minister of Finance an annual report of the bank for the year and publish same within six months from the end of the financial year to which the annual report relates. Um, I think the key issue here is the reporting obligation is to the finance minister. And recognizing this fact, uh, the Bank of Ghana informed the finance minister on June 23rd, uh, 2023, to explain the challenges of the external auditors due to the domestic debt exchange and the delay in the publication of the financial accounts. Um, so, so, so we've, we've we've informed the minister of our inability of our inability to to publish to publish the the report. And it's all because of the debt exchange and the delays. Uh, there is a copy of of this correspondence to 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 the minister of finance. Uh, and and have you communicated this information to Parliament as well in terms of the challenge that you had in publicizing or sending this information to the Ministry of Finance? No, so if you look at the way it works, our obligation is to the finance minister who then lays this to the floor of Parliament. But I think that we wish to assure the public of our reputation and will continue to maintain high standards of professionalism in the discharge of our duties to the and that is the director of research at the Bank of Ghana, Philip Abrodotu, with that clarity on why they have delayed in sending those uh, financial statements to Parliament. But rather say that should be done to the Minister of Finance. And that's all uh, for business on News Night. Daniel Kranting is here with sports. Mm. Hello, Dan. Hi, Evans. Let's go straight into and the Ghana Football Association earlier today launched the National Football Philosophy through its technical directorate, DAP Ghana's Football DNA. The document is a fruit of two years of work by the directorate led by its director, Bernard Lepert, in the development of what the FA president described as the greatest gift to Ghana's football. It was concluded that Ghanaian players lack certain key qualities required in the modern game. GFA President Keto Kriku explained that the philosophy is a joiner between Ghana's agro football and some Addis multi-system and will be used at the national team level as well as the youth level. The DNA will be used at the national team level and, and then obviously what that means is that we're going to train all our instructors to adapt the DNA. It will also be used at our soon-to-be-established FA academies. And the academies obviously would involve our students. So at the national level, that's the way we're going to apply the DNA. Obviously at the club level, every club has their own DNA. Okay, so you can't force our national DNA on the clubs. But if a club decides to adapt the DNA of, of Ghana to be their DNA, it's, it's allowed. Okay, so yes, the, the DNA will be used at all fronts at the national level, including at the academy level. 
GFA President Keto Kriku. That's all for sports brought to you by Pepsodent, Herbal and Charcoal. Pepsodent, every smile matters. Back to you, Evans. Thank you, Dan. Still live your news tonight. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, the decision to deliver a baby through cesarean session or opt for a vaginal delivery is a significant choice for expectant mothers. Now, while vaginal delivery is the natural and most common method of childbirth, an increasing number of women are opting for cesarean session. Now, my colleague Karen Obeng explores some of the reasons why some women choose cesarean sections over vaginal delivery. A baby is delivered through cesarean session. The mother is relieved. She had endured long hours of labor and finally the doctor decided to remove the baby surgically. A gynecologist at the Ridge Hospital, Dr. Richard Apiankroma, explains why many women are choosing cesarean session over vaginal delivery. Technology has made CS, to be very frank, very, very simple. Uh -huh. So we counsel them thoroughly. We let them know that these are the risks involved. Some of them just need close monitoring and they'll deliver uh, beautifully. Uh -huh. That is what we need in Ghana. And monitoring goes with staff and equipment and so many things. And that's what we are lacking. Over the years, regional anesthesia, including spinal and epidural anesthesia, have also been developed and become popular methods of relieving pain and improving outcomes after cesarean session. The World Health Organization recommends that cesarean session be performed only when medically necessary. So I chose um, to do an elective CS because I think I had some fears about doing um, the natural labor. I have heard many stories from friends, from family, um, of how women have had to endure severe pain without any form of um, pain management during labor and really i wanted to avoid that experience but this is just one reason some women will consider cesarean session others want surgical removal of their babies because they believe spontaneous vaginal delivery loosens the vaginal wall it is one of the reasons all manner of concoctions and creams are available on the market to help women tighten their vaginal walls. Carrying or being filed that report. We still live your news tonight. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, drivers and sellers have reoccupied the Kwame Nkrumah Circle less than 24 hours after the Accra Metropolitan Assembly decongested pavements and other unauthorized areas they were using for business. Hours after scores of security guards clear the streets at Circle in a special operation by the AMA to decongest the city, the drivers and the traders returned. One of the affected drivers revealed how the operation is affecting their business. If you are moving from Accra to this area, the policemen and security will tell you not to alive any passenger unless you move to car price. They claim this place is not a bus stop, but it is where we will still alight. They claim this place is not a bus stop, but it is 
We will still alight people here. This is where the passengers are supposed to alight. The station was at the top and they asked us to bring it here. And this is a bus stop. Moving to car price will affect the passengers. As you can see, they are sucking us. But this is where all passengers board their cars. Well, the mayor of Accra, Elizabeth Saki, insists the exercise will be sustained. What we've tried to do is we are placing a task force. Everybody will have somewhere to stand, but that wouldn't be a continuous thing because when they get used to the system and get used to the people, definitely the people will start to contaminate and corrupt them. So we're not going to do that, but we'll reschedule them in a time and we'll get a timetable for them. Elizabeth Saki is the mayor of Accra. Now let's do some politics now. Now the MPP, the governing new patriotic party's second highest decision-making body, uh, will be determining the fate of 10 presidential hopefuls who were just recently voted. Ahead of that, we've been hearing from the general secretary of the party, uh, Mr. Koja Frimpon, who says the, uh, the council, the national council of the party will be fair in his decision. The recommendation by the voting committee is not binding on national. The national council is the, the second highest body of the party. Maybe they may be privy to certain information that the voting committee didn't have. And nothing stopped the national council from varying the recommendation of the voting committee. Well, we've been hearing also from one of the uh, presidential hopefuls of flag bearer aspirant, uh, Dr. Kunedo Aperku, a former trade minister under the Kufu administration. He's been talking about how he's been sidelined by a Kufu after promising him ministerial appointments in his government. Campaign manager for Mr. President Kufu in 2008. 2012, I was in charge of security. And the last one that I did not have any position, I worked very hard. I went to everywhere that I could go. But I was not offered any position. And would you have wanted one? Uh, if obviously, if it was offered to me, yes, I would have accepted it. I mean, if one that I wanted was offered to me, or what one that want? I could have made. What did you want? No, well, my background is in, in, in finance, economics. So any of those finance related, I've been, to trade, I've been a trade minister before. I've uh, been a member of You would have preferred a trade minister and a Kufado's government? I would not have preferred a trade minister because I've been a trade minister. And a I finance thought, minister? Well, my background, I wouldn't have mine at all. You would yes. have accepted it? Yes. Mm. But he but, stuck with Kenan Furiata? Yes. So I had to find a job. And so I do understand it's not a betrayal. Even it and at all, it should be the reverse. That they betrayed I, you? Well, Whatever you want to, they did not find a use for me. A use for me that was appropriately packaged. Did you, did, did you, did you make yourself available? I was available very much. And, and uh, there's no doubt about that. But these are private issues. Uh, the president whether, is your friend. You served with him. Well, you could more have called than him. a friend. You could have, you could have more called than him. We are just like brothers at one point. Yeah, for me to... Have his how, how do you feel when you were ignored? When I was ignored, 
Well, they didn't say I, you are ignored. They say that you get this and this and this and it keeps going off. And that is Dr. Kunedu Apreku, who is a former trade minister under the Kufo administration. And that's it for News Night tonight. Here with me, though, is the woman who is large and in charge. Always. 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 Uh, What's up? What's happening? Strong and sassy. You see, how are you, Evans? I'm doing well. Have you ever had a woman cheat on you? Hmm. I don't know. Mm, that's a good answer. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good answer. Yeah. I mean, a you know, no, you know, you know. no would have been a bit presumptuous. Exactly. Uh, because statistics uh, show that absolutely. women actually cheat more than men, except that they don't get caught as much. You're right. But anyway, tonight we're having the conversation about why do women double date? We're calling it double dating. You're not calling it we're cheating. We're not calling it cheating. If we're <laughs> talking about this, if it had to do with men, it I would bet, be cheating. I bet right? you'd have used the word cheat. Oh. Oh, we're still fighting for equality, aren't we? Really? Um, <laughs> so tonight we're talking about why some women um, who are in committed relationships... Double date. Double date. Date other men. What, what's the reason? You've made, you've made it so innocent. Because double dates just go for a drink. I, I can have a date with you Right, tonight. right. No. It'll be innocent. There'll be no, no problem with no, it. No, what we mean is why do some women see more than one man or more, are involved with more than one man? You know, I submit times, to you. Yes, I You are misrepresenting the issue in this conversation. And news night is over. So like you said, it's time for Strong and Sassy. So stay tuned. Please, I apply to be part of the panel. Your application is denied. denied. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 